This is the dumbest idea we've ever had. Cheers. Cheers to Americanos. We're, uh, that's how you know we're old. We're not cheersing beer. We're cheersing Americanos. Hashtag responsible. Yep. How many, uh, how many Americanos have you had today? Uh, this is my second double shot. I also had, um, two, I say two cups, 16 ounces of coffee this morning. So I guess I would be equivalent to my sixth shot, eighth shot of the day. Something like that. I'm not really sure. And the beauty of it is that uh, I've left my house for a total of 20 minutes so far, and that was to walk my dog this morning. Well, that's 20 minutes more than me. Uh, I'm on my sixth shot of espresso as I uh, don't have anything else to do other than drink coffee, clean the house, watch the kids who are all napping right now. Hence, I can podcast with you. Nice. I uh, I watched Gangs of New York. Oh, um, I've never seen this movie. I've fallen asleep in this movie four times. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I also fell asleep. I've seen this movie about four times and I've fallen asleep in all four times, but I know what part I fell asleep through. And so I was OK with it. I basically Daniel Day, right? Uh, Daniel Day. A lot of people. Daniel Day Lewis, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Cameron Diaz. Uh, who's the who's the who's Will Ferrell's brother and stepbrothers? John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley. Yeah. yeah, he's in it. Um, and a bunch of other people that you see and you're like, oh, I didn't know they were in that movie. Uh, so I've not seen that movie, and I don't know what I should watch. I started Godfather three. Have you seen one and two? Well, yes, one and two are brilliant, but I was told three is terrible, but I have this podcast. One of my favorite podcasts is called the rewatchables and they, uh, they go back and they watch a movie or a show. Uh, well, a movie, I guess. And they do an episode on it and they're doing one on Godfather three and I felt left out. So I decided I should do it. I, I don't know if Godfather three, I don't know if I'd say it's horrible. Um, if you compare it to one and two, it's horrible, but that's almost an unfair comparison because one and two are brilliant. So it's not it's not Matrix Three horrible if that helps. It does. That's a really terrible movie. <laughs> do you remember how excited you were when Matrix Two was coming out? Yeah. Like, do you remember the feeling of like this is going to be the best thing? And then the movie comes on, and for an hour and fifteen minutes, it lives up to the hype. Yeah. It's all the way up until with the semis crash. It the is twins. Brilliant. The car chase scene. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. And then. Monica Bellucci, yeah, and then it just goes south. It didn't went, it didn't went downhill. Yeah, it's it's bad because my my fondest memories of Matrix Two are the twins, the car chase scene, and him being stuck in a subway. And I feel like being stuck in a subway is the point, even though it's not. I mean, that's before the twins and Monica Bellucci. But in my mind, it's like the point where it went left instead of going right. Um. And then Matrix 3, basically, I just remember him being lifted up in a chair of mechanical mechanics and making a deal with the robot boss to save the world. Uh, maybe, I think. Yeah. Humanity, it, it, except they're plugged in. I don't know. Yeah, not good. And it should have been so great because Matrix 1, I don't know if you remember your first seeing of that, uh, but I, it, it would have been, what, 99, right? So I was a junior in high school and... Uh, we went to Edwards movie theater by our house and we got in about 10 minutes late. So I didn't see the beginning 
and um, sat down and I'm like, all right, we'll see what this is walked away. And I was like, Oh my God, what is, what is happening? Like the entire world felt off after that. Yeah. I actually just watched it again. Um, like two weeks ago, I bought the trilogy and I watched the first one. And every time I watch it, uh, I am just, you know, I remember how much I love this movie. And then I started watching the second one a couple days later and I slept through the entire movie, which pretty much sums up how the trilogy goes. And I haven't even started the third one. Welcome to episode one of the Quarantine Cast. Uh, I'm your co-host, John Braverman, joined by... Hey, hey, the other co-host, uh, Amir Baruzian. And John, did you know two co-hosts make a host? I, I think that how it works. Is that, uh, is that hot virus talk right there? You know, hey, you know, it's... Uh, it is day five of quarantine, losing just a little bit of sanity talk. Yep, lots of coffee, uh, plenty of sleep, but uh, more coffee. So here's the idea. Uh, 30 minutes a day of nothing. We don't really have anything to talk about in particular. Nope. Um, but we're just going to come together a few times a week and talk about whatever's on our mind. Yep. Um, so you can be entertained if you're one of our friends to hear what's on our mind while you're sitting at home doing nothing or putting up with your crazy children like I am. Yeah, and uh, mind you, 30 minutes a day on your end, the audience, uh, about two hours a day on our end <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. we just can't get After the shit edits. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we can't talk about work. We can't talk about anything in our industries, which is basically all we usually talk yeah. about. True. And I don't watch movies, so we're going to run out of topics real fast. So uh, first step, coffee, I guess. Yeah, coffee. Uh, coffee. Yeah, I want to hear about your new obsession, and I want to understand uh, how you switched from drinking coffee to espresso. Well, I still drink coffee, to be fair. I've just added espresso. Um, so before I tell you about my new obsession, I need to backtrack a little bit and say that uh, this is the best worst decision I've ever made in my life. Um, my life was a whole lot easier when I was a Nespresso drinker and shout out to Nespresso. Your products are great. Um, but you know, one pot a day, brew a cup of coffee, life goes on, life is good. And then I decided to, um, join, you know, the ranks of you and other aficionados in this world and actually buy beans and then grinders and brewers and all this stuff. And a uh, little trial and error. And now we are up to two cups of coffee a day and apparently four shots of espresso in the afternoon. Hashtag quarantine life life. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, I like it. It is, it is definitely, um, I remember us talking a while back and you said the word ritual and uh, you know, there's a, a little bit of a excitement and just pleasure and joy that comes out of the process of making coffee and uh, not the process of putting a capsule in and hitting a button, but measuring and grinding and brewing. And uh, it is fun. It's fun. Uh, my new obsession now is trying different coffees from uh, different roasters. Um, I'm, I got a lot of shout outs today. Shout out coffee review for ruining my life. Um, because now I'm obsessed with just trying coffees that you rate pretty highly on your website. And uh, the, the irony in all this, John, is that all these coffees taste the same to me because my palate doesn't understand what's happening. You mean you don't get the orange taste and the bitter chocolatey notes from each different flavor? Yeah, so I drank uh, two cups of coffee yesterday morning and I tasted orange one time and I was so excited and then I spent the rest of my coffee morning trying to replicate that orange taste and i couldn't so yeah here's the great news i don't taste any of those things either and i still love coffee 
Because coffee is good, and we should all drink coffee. Um, so you so you bought a couple things. You bought a, a Mocha Master. Is that what it's called? I did. So I I bought a, a Technovorm uh, Mocha Master uh, KBG uh, AO. I guess is the specific model. Um, Kim um, referred to me by a coworker who who uses one. Did some research. Uh, the company has been um, around since like the 60s. All they do is make coffee machines. They're based in the Netherlands. So um, did some more reviews and watched some videos and uh, pretty highly rated. So again, I think at some point in my life, I will understand how good of a cup of coffee it makes. Uh, I'm not there yet. Uh, definitely better than my Nespresso um, just because it's fresh. Uh, I also have not, I'm on now grinder number three. So this is maybe something worth talking about. So yeah, as you shake your head ever so slightly. It's just fast. Yeah. You've been doing this for three weeks. You're three grinders in, three weeks in. It's been like six weeks, five weeks. But oh, yeah, yeah so I, I, bought, I bought the Mocha Master and I bought uh, the Mocha Master uh, grinder specifically for it. And um wasn't good. I use it twice and it just, it, it, it doesn't grind well. Uh, it's not a burr grinder, but it's not a blade grinder. Which, by it, definition, I think is a problem for a grinder if it doesn't grind well. Seems yeah, yeah, yeah seems absolutely, absolutely. So it technically is a blade grinder, but it's set up in a way where the coffee beans um, fall through the blades into a compartment underneath, so they're not constantly being bladed. I guess just wasn't great. Um, I switched it for a Barita Virtuoso Plus, uh, which was a fantastic grinder, amazing grinder. That's the one I use. Yeah, actually, nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Um, but about a week ago, um, 10 days ago, I bought a espresso maker as well. And we can talk about that in a bit. Um, but when I bought that, I decided to actually return my, uh, burrito and buy a Breville smart grinder pro. Um, and the reason I purchased this one is that it is a, it is catered towards espressos and pour overs versus like a broad spectrum right so i don't do french presses i don't do cold brews i don't need super coarse grinding i need more um fine to medium grinding uh but really what drew me into it is that not only can i you know and it has a hopper for storage although i don't use the hopper i just fill it every day as i grind um but i can grind into a basket or i can grind directly into a porta filter um so it's really nice i can just stick my porta filter into the cradle put the amount of beans I need in there, hit grind, and they pour right into the portafilter, smooth it, tamp it, brew it. Okay, and so you, so that's your coffee maker. And then tell me about the espresso maker. Yeah, so uh, I purchased the Breville Bambino. So it was between the Bambino and the Expert Plus, which is, I think, what you have, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's called the Expert. I have the Barista Express. Yeah, Express, sorry. Yeah, it was between one of those two. Um <laughs> And I'm laughing because uh, over the past two days I've been making Americanos. Did you order another one? No, I did not. I did not. But I have, uh, I was going to exchange, <laughs> but I didn't. And I'll tell you why in a second too. Um, the, the one that you have has amazing ratings and it looks like an amazing machine, um, has a built-in hopper and a grinder specifically for, you know, for grinding espresso, um, the reason I didn't get it is because I don't need all that because I still make coffee. So I would still need a separate grinder because you can't grind out of the espresso maker into medium grinds and pour it into a coffee maker. So I'd still need a separate grinder. Um, and I do drink coffee way more than I drink espresso. I drink coffee every single morning religiously. 
And so I bought a Bambino, which is, um, I guess, one step down from the one that you have. It's a single or double shot espresso maker. Um, I have actually really, really liked it. It has a built-in frother, um, which is nice. I used it once to try to froth cashew milk. Uh, side note, cashew milk does not froth. Um, it has a 64-ounce water tank in the back, and it automates the whole process. And again, you know, watch some reviews, uh, read some reviews uh, from some, uh, you know, consistent sources that I use um, that I think we both share. Um, and, and, you know, when it comes to coffee feedback and knowledge, but, um, you know, it, it does uh, everything by itself. And it's it's a great, I guess, beginner espresso maker. Obviously, it's not a real quarantine, all jokes aside, uh, but slowly we are shutting down um, states and, and areas. And so uh, oh, you yeah. decided that as soon as the government decided to shut things down and grocery stores uh, got harder and harder to shop in, that that would be a good time to start a diet that only works with fresh food. Uh, so tell me about your decision to join this uh, crazy keto life. Yeah, so... It's pure coincidence that this happened. We actually started a weight loss challenge at work at the same exact time, too, ironically enough. And so I am pretty optimistic about my chances of winning because, I, you know, when you sit at home, it's hard to be healthy. But, yeah, I mean, I've done keto in the past, and I've tried a bunch of different diets. I mean, I think for as long as you've known me, I've probably been on some sort of a diet. Um, but I always kind of go back to, to keto, and this time around – for me, it's different. And I know, you know, you refer to it as diet and I just said diet, but really um, mentally, I'm trying not to say diet at all. And I'm saying it, I'm saying, referring to it as a lifestyle. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a keto lifestyle, but that's where I'm in right now. Um, just because I suck at diets. <laughs> I do them well and then I fall off the bandwagon and it's not like I fall off. Like I find the highest bridge possible and I jump off the edge. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about diets. So. Um, yeah, long story short, I, I decided to, um, do it again and I had some inspiration, you know, we talked on the phone and I had some inspiration from you actually. Um, you had posted a video on YouTube and, uh, it was a year later video and kind of talked about your journey and, you know, your challenges along the way and your progress and, um, you know, it, it was really inspiring and it was a whole lot more than just look at me, I lost 30 pounds. Um, and I think that's, again, going back to not calling it a diet and calling it a lifestyle. I think that's kind of where I, where I, my mind goes to with it. But um, I decided to really do it seriously. Um, start literally counting macros and logging my food. And, and for anybody who's listening, I will say logging your food while it may seem um, like busy work, and unnecessary it's not really about logging your food um it's about being micro aware of what you're consuming um you can use an app to write it down in you can use a piece of paper to write it down in it, it it's not about the process so much so as the effect that the process has on you mentally um and the support that it provides on a daily basis to continue going <clears throat> yeah, I think it's oddly one of the most important pieces, right? Like I yeah, uh, yeah. lazy keto or lazy dieting where you're doing the basic principles, it'll work. Like you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
but I notice a tremendous difference. It all even use yesterday. Like I, <clears throat> I logged my lunch and I would have estimated about 500 calories and it was about 850. And so after I logged it, I was like, Oh, I am going to have a much lighter dinner than I intended. Um, because you know it's really easy especially like uh, i don't know about you but i still eat dairy and and cheese is one of those things that you're like oh that can't be that much oh that was a lot and it goes really fast and adds up really fast yeah i love cheese um i shouldn't say i eat it daily but um i let me i definitely consume cheese a few times a week and i really at this point it's either for flavor or it's just for some extra fat um but yeah so yeah, logging definitely makes a difference. And, you know, to your point, lazy keto, um, it's still keto, right? The challenge is that the little things you never account for when you do lazy keto. The ranch dressing on your salad, while it's two grams of carbs per serving for two tablespoons of ranch, nobody actually puts two tablespoons of salad dressing. You put, like, ten tablespoons. Um, and then pretty quickly, you're at 30 carbs, 40 carbs, just in the salad. And then, you know, you have that oh shit moment. So, so yeah, so I started it uh, last Monday and then um, the coronavirus epidemic got worse and worse here in the States. And um, today is March 20th. We just added 4,000 new cases yesterday, which doesn't mean 4,000 more people are sick. It just means that 4,000 more people got tested um, just to, you know, share that up for everyone. But then all mayhem and, you know, pandemonium broke loose, basically. Like, you would have to give your firstborn child for a roll of toilet paper at this point in this country. So <clears throat> um, I went and stocked up. I went to Costco last Friday, um, spent, you know, almost 200 bucks. But I focused on um, what I could eat. And it's a lot of I went frozen because frozen is non-perishable. I mean, it lasts longer. Yeah. Um, bought a lot of frozen vegetables, bought a lot of frozen meats, and then bought some fresh meats that I vacuum sealed and froze. Um, so it's just, again, planning ahead. <clears throat> I will say that with tracking my nutrients, um, it doesn't leave a lot of room for snacking, which makes, which makes shopping easy. And then I went back on Monday and bought some more stuff, probably bought another order just as big. Um, and now I have frozen foods good for about a month. So, I mean, is it good? How are you feeling? Like, any success with it? Is it uh, something you feel like could stick around for a minute? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, we are, what, last Monday to this Monday, seven, eleven 11 days into it? 12 days? Today's yeah. Friday. Um, I am down about 13 pounds. Um, I lose... Every single day I weigh myself, and every single day I lose anywhere from half a pound to a pound, um, which I, one, it's very encouraging. Two, it tells me that I'm beyond the water weight point almost two weeks later. Um, yesterday, though, I weighed myself, and I gained half a pound, and I was like, well, what the fuck? It's going to happen. And then, yeah, and then today I weighed myself, and I lost a pound and a half. Yeah, it's it's been good. Um I also do intermittent fasting, so I think it's important to note that. Um, so I uh, I only eat between noon and 7 p.m., so I have a seven-hour eating window every day, and that actually helps me quite a bit um, because one thing with me, and, and everybody's different, but I'm sure there are people out there like me, 
if I eat, I tend to be hungrier before the next meal. Meaning, if I wake up at 5.30 in the morning like I do every day, and I eat breakfast at 8, by the time 12 comes around for lunch, I'm ready for lunch. I'm looking forward to that meal. But if I don't eat till 12, I don't think about it. I'm not hungry. I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, my stomach hasn't started working yet, so it's not wanting more. It's just, you know, just chilling, getting filled with liquids. Um, So, yeah, 12 to 7 intermittent fasting. Um, My when I first started, my macro count was based around 1800 calories. Um, That's a that was a 20 percent efficiency based on my height and weight. Uh, I have upped that now to 25%, which only cut about 100 calories. So it's not it's not a lot, um, but it's 100 calories. So my goal every day is 1,700 calories. Realistically, I fluctuate. Some days I eat 1,500. Some days I'm at 1,700. Mm-hmm. But I'm somewhere in that range. And uh, I'm not really ever hungry. I get a sweet tooth from time to time, but I do sugar-free jello. Like a little, just just a little something just to crave my sweet tooth. Gross. Yeah, but there's no other options. As we found out yesterday, a Tic Tac won't work. So <laughs> no, no, no Tic Tac. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm proud of you. I think it's pretty cool. I uh, I hope you don't keep weighing yourself because obviously you're going to have plateaus that go on for days and weeks and even months at a time, and it's going to drive you nuts. Um, I'll, I'll keep weighing myself. But as, I'm some, as someone who's in one right now, it's the worst because you're like, today's the day, and then it's not the day. Uh, but it's okay because the whoosh comes, and it's good. And usually during those plateaus is when I find my body's recompositioning the most. It's when I notice my clothes fit better and things are the best. So it will be, uh, it will be good. So what's on your, uh, what's on your quarantine plans for the rest of the day? So what, what movies you got? What is the show you're going to watch? What's your plan? I don't know. So I, um, like we said, I just watched gangs in New York earlier today. Um, I watched, I would probably say two hours of the two hour and 50 minute movie. Took, took a little nap in the middle. Um, I think it's just probably just some TV the rest of the day. I'm going to take my dog for a walk here in a little bit. So that'll be like a 20, 20, 25 minute walk. Have you seen Ad Astra yet? I downloaded it. I did. I saw it in the movie theater. Good, um, bad. Am I going to be happy? Yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. I, I've actually thought about buying it. Um, but I don't know the rewatchability on it. Good movie. Just, um, not super rewatchable. What I would recommend if you are, Looking at expanding your movie um, library during this time of quarantine, Joker, fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, um, it is on sale right now. Um, amazing movie. Not a kid's movie. Not the Joker you're thinking of. Very dark. Um, but Walking Phoenix deserved every little bit of that Oscar win and Glo- Golden Globe win and every win because he swept the award season. Uh, fantastic movie. You 100% know I'm not going to watch that, right? I, I know, but I really, really, I mean, like, it is an adult movie, not that kind of adult movie, obviously, but it is an adult movie, and it's, <laughs> I'm sure there's actually an adult movie. I'm sure there's up. one called that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, different. Don't, yeah. don't, don't Google that. Yeah, no, no, no. but amazing, amazing movie. Um, uh, what if I just rewatch Game of Thrones? I'm kind of one of those people. I just want to watch the same things I already know are good. Can I just rewatch Mad Men? I mean, you could. You know what I've actually wanted to get into? So right now, my my up next, um, my playlist for what I'm going to watch next is incredibly long because I keep adding to it. 
Um, Succession just started season two, I believe. And I watched part of season one. It's an HBO show. Uh, and I stopped oh, yeah. watching. Um, I want to go back and kind of dive into that. Westworld just started season three. And season one was pretty good, but it's it's total mindfuck. So um, it's, you know, I want to go back and catch up on that. Um, and then just movies. I mean, I uh, I don't know. I, Parasite is another movie I want to see. I don't know if you've seen it yet or not. No, I've downloaded it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I uh, I haven't either. It's subtitled, so I feel like I need to be definitely in the mood to sit there and watch it. Um, what about reading? Are you doing any reading or are you just uh, watching? Just watching. Just watching. Uh, let's get to one topic before we go that I think we can actually talk about. There is something else that you have I have camped out for that we can talk about. The PlayStation 5 and the Xbox One X, 3X, XX, Box X uh, all got announced. So uh, are you going to buy one of these? What's your two cents on this? Like, what's your what's your take on the new systems? There you go. That's my take. That was, that was deep. Yeah. So um, I don't. OK. Wow. I don't have a take, to be honest. I. um I'm not I'm out of the gaming world, dude. I have my Switch. I I like my Switch. I also haven't touched my Switch in three months. It just sits on the charging dock connected to my TV. I think when I do look at the new systems, and I, admittedly, maybe you can share some info on the PS5 because I haven't read a whole lot about the PS5. Um, but the X, Xbox One, Xbox X? X. Um, yeah. Horrible name, but the, the worst. Not not new for Microsoft uh, with Xbox names. They're all horrible names. Um, Sorry, Sam. It's a, it's a yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out. Um, it's a freaking computer. Literally, it's a computer. All the flops and flips and specs that it has are like are they sound to me like high end gaming PC specs. Which I guess is what you need nowadays. I mean, you think about gaming quality today on a PS4 or an Xbox Pro? What is the current Xbox? Because it's not the X. Xbox One I, S? I, I literally Pro? think it's called the One X. Okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm not joking. I believe it's actually the Xbox One X is the current one. And the new one is the Xbox Series X. Yeah, so there's the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X mm-hmm. are the current ones. And the next one's called the Xbox Series X. Y- yes, correct. So it goes from the Xbox One X to the Xbox Series X. Yes, and mind you, it went from Xbox to Xbox 360. So I I don't know what you need to do to make gaming any better today. Other than literally put a gaming computer in a box and sell it as a console. So that's what they're doing. And, you know, it's safe to say that the next upgrade won't happen for half a decade. Um, it's interesting to see, I guess, with all console, right? It, it's all about exclusives now. It doesn't really, specs don't really matter anymore. So whoever has the more exclusives will ultimately rule the day and i think that's proven i mean microsoft seems like they've always been cutting edge with their technology and they're willing to take risks and they fail a lot i mean they failed with uh hd um dvd they lost to blu-ray they failed with connect 
Um, but, you know, they have their loyal base, their Halo fans, and their Gears of War fans, and um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with gaming. What's your take? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, similar to you. I don't, I don't do it anymore. Like, I don't sit at my game system and play, but I tend to buy them. You know, I tend to buy the new PlayStation or Xbox when it comes out. And I, I, I fall for the Microsoft one every year. Like, that's the one where it's like, oh, that looks like I thought the Xbox one looked way cooler than a PS4. I bought one. It had the, you remember it had the, like the contraption up top and the voice yeah. control and all that stuff. And I used all of it, you know, Xbox, turn on my TV, Xbox, do all the stuff. And then I sold it. And then I bought an Xbox one S and then I sold it. And the PS4 is still chugging along as the better yep. one. So it'll be interesting. I, I agree with you. The Xbox One X is uh, nifty looking. I'm just wondering if I fall down that trap again. Uh, but I guess we'll we'll see. Yeah, I think um, I'm with you. So I, I, I'm not a gamer. Um, I think to me at this stage in my life, gaming's value is portability and not um, quality, right? Like... If I'm playing a video game, I if I have to sit in front of my TV and play it, but I get realistic graphics and visual effects, it's not actually as important to me as being able to grab it and go and play it on an airplane or in a hotel room or yeah. wherever. So, um, and you know, when you live in a household with other people, it's also that factor. Like I either can leave you and go into a separate room and sit and play, um, right. or I can just play next to you on the couch while you watch whatever. And that's ultimately the the convenience of, of something like a Switch. Thanks for joining the first episode of the quarantine cast. I don't know if any of this is actually going to make it into the episode, but we're going to run this back a couple times a week and see if we can uh, just give you some insight into our lives and what we're thinking, what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're doing right now, maybe even what we're eating. Um, hope you'll uh, hope you'll join us next time. Uh, yeah. Thanks everybody for joining. There it is. Do you use Dropbox? No, you don't have Dropbox. No. You don't have Dropbox. Oh, what do you use Dropbox for? You don't have like a free Dropbox account? No. Because everyone used Dropbox for the last 50 years? But they stopped. No, you still have a free Dropbox account. Fuck you. I'll just email it to you. We'll figure this out. All right. I'm going to send I'm going to send you a folder, just drop it in the folder. I'm going to email it to you. So you'll have it. Okay, let me I, I think I got this. 1 2 3 <laughs>